0: All right, welcome back to the Showcast, and time for a guest this week. Uh, our guest on the Showcast this week is a writer, she's a producer, an actress, a comedian, who you might know from her extensive run on the show, Mad TV, but now you can see her every week alongside Billy Crystal and Josh Gad on the new FX show, The Comedians. Please welcome Stephanie Weir. Stephanie, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, how you doing? Are you calling us from West Coast right now?
1: Yes, I am. I'm
0: calling you from Pasadena. Oh, nice. How's the weather out there today?
1: You know, it's like 68 degrees. It's a little overcast. It's absolutely delightful because it's usually
0: pretty toasty. Where are you guys? We're right outside of Philadelphia, and I should learn to know better to ask that question on on <laughs> on days like we're having today because we're, we're having some miserable weather today. Nothing but rain and wind and tornado warnings and... It's 16 oh, degrees I though. Got- <laughs> yeah, that's true. We got the temps.
1: I'm not going to
0: get any sympathy that it's a little overcast and <laughs> I had to wear a vest today. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, we, we ha- we're starting to build a great relationship with FX. We've talked to a number of people from their shows and such. Uh, we're about three episodes into The Comedians as of now. Um, and not everyone has had an opportunity to check it out just yet. I, I myself have seen the first two episodes. I know Steve has as well. Uh, but for those of our listeners who haven't had a chance to, to watch it yet, tell us a little bit about the show and, and your character on the show. Um, it's a show
1: Billy Crystal and Josh Gad play themselves. And they've kind of been thrown together by the FX network to put on a a, a, a sketch show. Billy Crystal wants to, get, wants to get back into sketch, and but he's not relevant enough on his own, and so they throw this young comedian at him. And it's um, kind of a behind-the-scenes show of those two trying to get their sketch show on the right track and actually to be picked up by FX and on the air. So it's kind of got a... Behind the scenes feel to it—a very documentary-style um, show. I play a producer um, who's pretty incompetent and is, you know, just holding things together by a thread. And she's often kind of the the, the buck stops with her when problems happen. She, she gets left holding the bag and is just trying to gracefully handle that. But um, a lot of improv in this show. It's you know, even though it is scripted for the most part. Um,
0: and, yeah, I mean, that,
2: that kind of lays groundwork down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, you got kind of hinted at it, but the show, it does get, it's awkward at times, but that, I mean, it's certainly on purpose to get laughs that way. Um, it's a, that kind of comedy. Uh, and your character, Kristen, might be the most awkward of all of them, uh, to say the least. How do you uh, get into that mindset, I guess, heading into heading into the show, and uh, do you enjoy playing that type of role? I really
1: enjoy playing that type of role, sadly. It's not a far cry from, you know, kind of old personality trait. I wish I could say it was just really good method acting, but um, I have a lot of experience with awkward. Uh, so so I, really, I really kind of call, called on that just to play this character. And, you know, incompetence and, you know, kind of being flustered and low man on the totem pole is a great gift to be given as a comedian, you know. It's, just, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's so much fun to play the underdog, so um, it's a blessing for sure.
2: Yeah, now you know you're going to have to give us one of those uh, stories where you don't have to act to be in the awkward situations, right?
1: Oh, yes, my God. Let's see, where can I start? <laughs> um, oh, you know, okay, here's what, it's, it's kind of showbiz related, but when I was in Chicago, I, my agent said, I want, you know how to ice skate, and I said, "Yeah, I, yeah, yes, yes. I know how to <laughs> ice skate. Absolutely. What sure. What's this about? What's this about?" And she's like, "Well, it's an audition. It's for a commercial, and you have to, you know, skate on ice, and um, and I think you have to hold a, a chainsaw at some point." And I was like, I, "Yes, absolutely, absolutely, count me in." And yeah. so I show. <laughs> I show up to the ice skating audition and like over the week and I found a pair of tights and like maybe a kind of a little skirty kind of thing. But anyway, it's me and probably 10 Olympic ice skaters. Um, <laughs> and um, i out on the ice and anyway, the director gets there and is watching us all warm up. And I mean, I'm just a nuisance. People are, are almost running into me. I can barely turn, you know, while I'm standing and. Uh, finally, he kind of makes an announcement, and I'm really, you know, I'm I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. <laughs> okay, if you can't skate and you know, like spin around twice, um, let's just have you go ahead and leave the ice, and everybody just looked at me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I know, I know it, it, to a degree, it has a little bit of an office kind of feel, you know, with the talking to the camera every once in a while and such. And, yeah, and, for sure. and, and some of the moments that you have had so far on the show where you're talking to the camera are so awkward that they are just laugh out loud funny. Oh,
1: thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank uh, you very
0: much. And I know the show itself, you had mentioned, you know, it's, it's Billy Crystal playing himself and Josh Gad playing himself. The show puts together these two people who are, they're funny in their own right by themselves and they're two people you wouldn't necessarily th- have ever imagined pairing them up together um but when you do and obviously it shows in the show that it's it, it tends to click i mean there's there's moments where it's very awkward and then it can shift to kind of sincere and then all of a sudden in a second it just shifts right back to awkward again um and I, and i have to imagine that it's working with those guys on the set every day it, it's got to be something you look forward to
1: and one of those you know moments that when it all kind of came together and it looked like i was going to get this part and you kind of you know be like oh gosh like i you know and that's the great thing about hollywood the weird thing about it is you never know what's going to land in your lap and it was very dreamy to kind of wake up and be like oh wow i get to go work with billy crystal and josh Gad today on this you know really fun show so um Yeah, it is pretty awesome. And something about their dynamic, it's like, you're you're right. You don't, and you wouldn't necessarily put them together. And the chemistry is um, there, and then it's not. And then it's there, and then it's not, which is kind of true to why these two have been chosen. It's not an obvious fit. And it kind of, um, they have their ups and downs. And I think that that's, hopefully what's making it a good story is you don't know if this is actually going to work.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, you mentioned in the beginning when uh, describing the show that it's a mockumentary of a sketch comedy, essentially, um, and you happen to have gained a lot of notoriety yourself for a little sketch comedy show called MED-TV. Um, have you been able to take those experiences at, at all and uh, use them in the, in the comedians? Um, you know, it's,
1: your, it's I've used it in the capacity that we had Line producers and um, other producers at Mad TV, who mm-hmm. you know, who are on the, who are you know, in, in the in, out in the, the, the wings and um, haven't you know, and so it's true to the world that I was used to in that. I'm just playing a different role in it, and they had kind of had to be the heavies and the uncreative types and the, a bit of the downers that come in and, and you know say, hey, we can't afford to do this sketch or. Um, you know, the net, deliver bad news. And um, in that capacity, the, my mad TV experience has definitely helped. Um, it's also been kind of, you know, I, I love sketch and just and, and I feel like there's a lot of really funny sketches that we've plugged into the show that they plugged into the show. And um, I appreciate the, that they're funny sketches because I know how hard that is to do. Um, me personally, I'm not in any of the sketches, so uh, which is also true to my character. Like I, I think she probably wants to be a sketch comedian because zero talent, um, <laughs> and, just, uh, and so that's the fun energy to play. Where I think in the back of her mind, if somebody said, "Hey, an actress just dropped out, who could we use?" Daisy <laughs> she would totally step up, you know. So, so in that capacity, yeah, I have drawn on my on my experience in Equity. <laughs> um.
0: You know, through the show, you, you just kind of touched base on this a little bit too. Through the show, you get to see a little bit of the, the inner workings as to what it takes to put together a sketch comedy show. And, and as Steve said, you definitely have experience with that with Mad TV. Um And obviously the show is, you know, a bit of a satire and a mockumentary, and it, it tends to embellish and exaggerate quite a bit for uh, comedic effect. But I still have to imagine that many of the points that you guys touch upon still ring true, like writers you know, getting sketches on and things like that. Um, how would you say what we see in the show compares to what actually happens behind the scenes of a of a sketch comedy show?
1: You know, there uh, obviously you can't go as in-depth because we're visiting different parts of, like, their personal life and then a little bit of the writer's room and then a little bit of their live sketch show. Um, but it is true to form. There's a lot of jockeying when it comes to getting your sketch on the air and a lot of ego involved. Um, you know, what one person thinks is funny, another group does not, and there's no right or wrong about that. It's totally, you know, all subjective to whoever has, you know, it's the most powerful kind of wins, and, and you see a little bit of, of that. So I would say it, it really does nail it um, to, to a great ex- extent, I think. Um, uh
2: yeah. Did I answer your question? I yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine.
1: Yeah, it's good to see. T- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Eventually, the right answer comes out. Eventually,
1: I'll
2: come around. Stepping stepping outside the show um, and into the research portion a little bit. You've also uh, had a lot of success in writing and producing shows, uh, not only for Mad TV, but also for network sitcoms, like uh, Raising Hope was really successful, and uh, The Millers recently. Um, are there any projects on the horizon that we can look forward to from uh, Stephanie Weir?
1: Nothing that nothing solid enough to like to to, to dangle out there. Even for myself, um, I you know I have a, a few ideas that I'm working on my own because that are you know I, I, I love the multi camera form, format. You know, in front of a live audience. Um, it's not it's not the most popular uh, style of comedy right now, but I, it has a real soft spot for me. And I hope at some point in my career to to work again in that capacity and maybe be in a in a multi cam. I just I just like the point out of that show. I think Cheers and um, even you know every, everybody the Raymond and those shows have. A, sure. I just feel like you can tune into them at any point and it feels avoid you know you can kind of space out for a minute enjoy that kind of comedy and and i'd love to to be part of something like that again um there are a few shows that i've been asked to possibly join as far as uh, uh, uh writing on them and, and and hopefully those will pan out but again uh, all two two, two things i talk about
0: okay yeah <laughs> um i gotta say too steve had just mentioned it that you were a writer on raising hope i was a such a huge fan of that show um i I was so disappointed when it got, you know, when it when the show ended. But I, I watched that show religiously every week. I was such a big fan of that show.
1: Oh uh, well, thank you. You know, I, I I came on. I was only on for one season, and and and, and um, was just asked. I didn't have any hand in creating it, or or. In the ground level, I feel like I need to be very fair with that. Greg Garcia had had asked me if I would join the writing staff, and and I did. And he also created the Millers, and I went on to help write with with that. And those are kind of his babies and and brainchild. But it was a blast. To, he's, he's a terrific guy and, and so talented. And it was a blast to work on both of those shows, so I think
0: I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed them. Thank yeah. You. Um, I know we're gonna, we're gonna get ready to wrap things up with you, but, um, in our research, I had, I did notice one thing on, online about you, and you know how sometimes you, you take the things you read online with a grain of salt, so I figured I'd just ask. Huh? Um, yes. I saw one of the first things you had ever done. Were you on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries? <laughs>
1: yes, I was. <why? laughs> I've, I've been looking for that episode for such a long time. Okay, so here's the backstory, <laughs> M- which is so interesting. My first husband, um, uh, uh, I've had more than one. Um, my first husband and I were were kind of living in a in a van. Uh, for the summer, and I stopped into my hometown, and they were shooting this episode of Unsolved Mysteries in my hometown, and my dad, who, uh, you know, can sniff out an opportunity, was like, uh, Sugar, you gotta audition for this. We all
0: gotta
1: <laughs> audition. We, we gotta get in on this. And so, I mean, ha- that was, I had no credits. I'd never done anything for television. I'd just done some, like, stage acting with, you know, in college or whatever. And, um, he, uh, I, my, and you know what, my, my first husband plays the the killer in it. Um, so, so, yes, I was in an Unsolved Mysteries episode, and my brother was kind enough to notice that I looked directly into the camera um, <laughs> when I did it, so he sent me a tape once of just me almost like a meme, and this was before memes were even popular, but it was me looking up into the camera about a
0: hundred times <laughs> yeah. And uh, along, with, along with the tape he
1: said you know don't quit your day job so, okay. <laughs> well, well, we'll,
0: yeah, yeah, sorry no, no, I was just gonna say, we'll we'll put the word out to our listeners and if it, in their you know the way they work online, if anybody can find it, we'll tweet it out to you so that we can uh so that you can get it.
1: Thank you. That was so good. It's called the burning businessman because somebody dumped a businessman in a dumpster and set him on fire and then spilled his pickup truck. So That is mysterious. There you go. Yeah. So. like the lady who did the murderer's laundry. He asked if I was wanting bloody clothes.
2: And no questions asked, I said, sure. <laughs>
0: well,
1: you were married
2: to the guy at the time in real life, so
0: yeah exactly exactly <laughs> awesome well we'll we'll if we can find it we'll definitely tweet it out to you so that you can get a copy of it um and we're gonna right. we're gonna um we're gonna let our listeners know that we want them to follow you on twitter as well at stephanie weir uh s t e p h n i e and i want ma- right. no, and, and i have to be really honest i well they they, they can follow me i i really
1: don't tweet I, I my excuse is that i'm still learning how to you know, get my presence on the CB radio, and so I really, uh, I'm really good at that. and I'll move
0: on to tweeting. All right. Well, we'll we'll find a way to get to get it to you if we find it. Okay. So. That's right. Great. Uh, uh, but also, we want to encourage everybody to check out the comedians every Thursday night, 10 p.m. on FX, uh, and they can follow the comedians on Twitter as well, which is at the comedians. So, um, Steph, thanks a lot. This this has been great.
1: Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate
0: it. Yeah, no problem. Good luck with everything in the future, and good luck on the comedians.
1: Thanks so much. You
0: too. Uh, All right, guys. We are going to take another break. We will be back in just a bit. Hang tight.